0: Alright guys, it's Houston here. I'm back. I just got back from a quad ride. It was amazing. Um yeah, somebody the other day well my kids were here actually, somebody, you know, didn't trust me that my kids knew how to drive quads and I knew how to drive quads. Well, if you know a little bit about me, a little background about Houston. Um Chuck, my best friend and I, we were in a motorcycle club with my dad. In nevada and we did r- desert racing we did mostly club rides and then put on events and stuff like that but so i started riding a motorcycle well I, my first time on a quad was probably with my grandpa or my dad out at sand mountain in fallon um we you know my grandpa he had a banshee and i was on that at two years old you know and then my first time i broke my wrist was actually with my dad the mountains change out there with the wind um the mountain changed on him and he looped his bike and I broke my wrist because I was riding with him um so I've been riding quads and dirt bikes for a long time and I raised my kids the same way when they were very young they lived in Nevada and we at the time my parents had my grandpa's banshee and we we drove it around and the kids were on it you know I think first time I threw Sid on it was I don't know it was probably 12 a year old maybe 18 months Something like that. So we've been on quads for a while. So I got to, got a chance to take some quads out this afternoon just by myself um, and ride them how I want. And I recorded a video of it and I put it up on TikTok. If you guys want to watch it, the only thing watching the video and I was dumb for doing it and I know all you guys are going to call me out on it and say, you idiot. So I'm going to call myself out first. I was not wearing a helmet. I averaged a speed of about 28 miles per hour um, through the Alaska wilderness. I did 20 miles and yeah, not wearing a helmet the whole time. Dumb me. Don't be stupid. Wear a fucking helmet. You're gonna you're gonna save your life and you know, if you see somebody else not wearing a helmet, call them out on it. You know. Uh accidents can happen at the minimal time. You know, they nobody knows when they're gonna happen. So protect yourself as much as you can. I'm dumb for doing that and I know it. From now on, helmet helmets only. I know you guys want to see this beautiful face, but sorry, it's going to be helmet cover face and then I'll take it off for a picture because I like doing that selfies all the time. Yes, that's Houston. So anyways, uh, where we're at in Alaska. So um, we passed inspection on the house in Nevada. Perfect. Okay, now we're moving forward. Uh, escrow should close. So as soon as we get that, boom, we got a couple different options. We have an opportunity to buy some property up here and maybe maybe just do it on our own so i don't know where we're at that's kind of new to us um it got offered to us so we might do that but if not we're going to build our tiny house like the original plan put it on um the property and then um even either leave it for her parents as a gift you know for letting us stay on their side of the property or take it with us you know i don't know where we're going to be at or the second option which i I am actually hoping for it because I think it'd be cool. I think they're may- amazing. Our barn dominiums. Um, i talked talking to Lisa's parents. We talked about they want a garage, a two car garage. And I was like, hey, what if we do a barn dominium, give you guys, you know, do a 50 by 50 barn dominium? I think I actually I measured out 50 by 75. And then we take a 30 by 34 section of it upstairs because I'm going to build it 26 feet high. And we do an apartment up there. And then we give that to them with the barn, um, afterwards, uh, for, you know, letting us stay there. Um, so, you know, those are kind of our three options. Um, we're weighing them out. We're going to figure out the best that we can budget wise, um, and do that. Sorry about that. I got to take a breath. Um, but, so that's where we're at on that. Um, people are loving the podcast. So, um, I, I kind of, uh, I feel ridiculous talking to myself all the time. Um, but I love the feedback. So more feedback guys message me. Let me know what you're thinking of them. See, see if you're liking them. I, I really love the feedback. Um, what I would do different. I know my, my fiance, Lisa, she can't listen to him. Cause I say, um, all the time Well, I'm thinking about stuff to say, uh, ahead of time. So. I know that's something I got to get out of, and like I said, the reason why I'm doing podcasts is because I eventually want to do a public speaking. Um, I think I ha- I love people, and I think I have a lot to say. So I don't know if people want to listen, but that's a fear that I'm trying to overcome. Um, so the word "um" is trying to get out of my mouth, but we're moving along here. Um, the kids went home Sunday to uh back to washington um they start school on the 30th so they got to prepare for that um it was amazing having him here it was oh god just sending him to the airport was was very hard um those of you guys that are parents know how hard that is uh so i love you kiddos and i can't wait till thanksgiving so sorry i'll cry on that but you know how much i love you Um Give me a sec. Okay, so positive things—they're coming back in th- at Thanksgiving. So at that time, we will have snow machines, snowmobiles, depending on where you're at, um, and hopefully we'll have four on property. Uh, two for me and Lisa and the kids, and then um, Brad and Lisa already have a couple. So we'll see where we're at on that. Um, the idea is we're going to tour the real property once a uh, uh, frost and ice hits. Um, there's a lot of green right now. It's everything's growing. Like it, they grow a foot of a day. It seems like it's, it's, it's absolutely crazy, um, how quick stuff grows up here, but it's amazing. It's beautiful. So I wouldn't change it for the world. And, uh, so, but it dies off real quick. It gets cold real quick. And then the sun doesn't show up for a lot, a lot of time. So, um, that's when we're really going to tour the property. Jacob and I, uh, <laughs> we were joking around. There's a spot that I would love to have, um, getting a road over there and power. I, we got a budget that. So, um, but it's just, it goes down to the river that's part on our property, there's like cottonwood trees down there, a nice little meadow, a bank on the river, and me and Jake were joking, you know, zip line, Dad. We could do a zip line and a uh and these cottonwood trees do a, a tree house, you know, and that is not out of the question, Jacob. I am planning that as we can. That that is my favorite part of the property. Um, yeah, the reason winter time, uh, it's like a 200 foot hill, maybe three down to the bottom. Jacob and I hiked down. I don't I. Stupid of me not to count the steps, but um that's gonna be my backcountry hill for uh skiing. And we got snow machines, so we don't really I was thinking about getting a rope tow. Um they're pretty pretty easy to build, those of you guys that know ski lifts. Um if you if you figure it out you just get a mishit engine and then get an old tire well. Um and get a rope on it and that'll that'll be your rope and then you hold you know get one part of it the stationer and that's what you hold on to and you can get pulled up a mountain or down you know it's always running so they're super easy to do that's an option but i think that i think the snow machine snowmobiles will be fun you know it'll give lisa a chance to practice um get good that way when i want to uh, wake behind the snow, snow machine on the beach uh yeah, she's gonna she's gonna be driving. So those are all plans. I hope to have videos of those all. Um and then work. Work right now. Still doing the construction. Um the neighbor we're waiting on parts. Um he's got a house he's gotta build at home. So I literally have a hundred feet to walk to work and I'm on job site and that's gonna go probably to to Christmas time building his house. So that's it. we're just waiting on parts, it's kind of a delay. But in the meantime, I'm going to take a part-time job um, I have in the process. Oh, how do I go about saying this? Most of you that know me, um, I'm a very big activist of marijuana. Um, medically, it saved my life. And that's true statement. So it's pretty rough for me last year. Um, give me a sec. Um, so I have dove into it very, very deeply this last year, um, trying to figure out the possibility of helping other people out with it. So that means, uh, you know, learning the business and hopefully eventually, um, having my own dispensary up here in Alaska and, you know, furthermore after that is do a side business of, um, another company, but do, uh, my, uh, um, growing and, uh, so, that's our, that's our goal. Um, you know, there's some hoops we got to jump through and get that, but in the process right now, I kind of got offered a job at a dispensary, but doing that in Alaska, you got to take your background check and you got to get your handler's license. So yeah, that's in the process. Um, should all come out good. I'm not even worried about it. Um, so that's going to be a part-time kind of gig so i, I you know and i told the people on am very honest i this is what i want to do this is my big goal but if you want to do and have big goals like that you got to start at the bottom so yeah learn the business um that uh you know and be the be the grunt for a little bit But you guys that are sitting on your ass right now at home and you know whining you know oh i want to be i want to be at the top right away well you, you know if you're that good you can so good on ya but, you know, sometimes you got to be at the bottom, you know, to learn the business. And that's the big fish you want to fry. You know, you have an overall goal, you know, to try to reach. you got to start small and, you know, jump the hoops. My uh, best friend, Chuck, uh, God, he's, I don't, I, I wish I would make a show about him. He's just, um, he started at the bottom right out of high school, you know, and went to, went to college right out of high school. And, you know, his truck got stolen, his job trailer got broken into, and, you know, it was just, and now he has, you know, I don't know how many employees, he's going on vacation all the time, and he's might, you know, that, it that's amazing, you know, the success from, uh you know, us Nevada boys, is what I call us, you know, us stagecoach kids, you know, Jake, Jake Dean, you know, he was another guy that hung out with us, I think he's working for Jet, he, j- dude, his kid Hux, oh my god, that kid is adorable. But i don't I, I don't know if you know a lot about Jake Dean Jake Dean's family is big, and when I say big, Jake is i don't know what I think he said he was pushing three hundred now or three thirty and i don't he used to be about six four um he's shrunk a little bit us old people we shrink um so he's probably six three uh he's he's the little one out of his family, his brother is six six i see, think shannon. Shannon, last time I saw a picture, he's working out like crazy. I probably say Shannon's a solid 330, 280, and built like a brick shit house. And then you have Shannon's son Javon. Javon is fighting fires over there in California right now, kicking fucking ass. And just came back from I don't know where you were playing, Javon. You have to message me and let me know. Um, but he is I think six ten. He played basketball overseas somewhere you know. In a different country and you know people if you remember javon when he played jesus i watched videos and that guy is so that being said hawks jake's and mariah's baby i i think he's almost a year old he looks like a four year old or a five year old i shit you not that kid is huge and gonna be i don't know jake dude like that kid is a, but he's a softie. he's adorable a he, he, big old heart you know every time I see videos Mariah I keep posting them they're rad I love them um, he's just laughing and just having a good old time and he's got the personality of Jake and anybody that knows Jake Jake is the humblest guy you'll ever meet Jake I'm so proud of you for overcoming what you did. You're my hero, Jake. I strive to be as good as you. You're a great man. Mariah, you're very lucky. I love you, bud. So, Jake, keep doing awesome. Your son is amazing, your whole family, those girls that you you know, that walked into your life and you're their dad. Oh my god, you guys break my heart. It's it's adorable. And your, your daughter just graduated high school in, in Texas, Katie, um, Katie and Jake's daughter. Uh, God, she, she's splitting split an image of you guys. She's so adorable. And congratulations. I think she's going to Texas A&M, which is amazing. Whoa, go Aggies. Not really. WSU will kick your ass. We stole your coach. And we got good. Nick Rolovich, you better show up this year, buddy. God, we need it. So. We got good athletes out there, Max Borgie, You number twenty-one in twenty-one. Get you some. Okay, that's all I'm gonna say about that. Man crush. Sorry, guys. It's not not like weird, but I I stalk his Facebook and Instagram. Go Max. Um, yeah, we're gonna kick ass this year. I can't wait. And let's see, Jacob, Jacob. What are you doing? What are you? Oh, fall ball. Jacob's doing fall ball. We just talked about that. Um, Jessica. I got to get Palmer's um, I think it's Brian Palmer's the coach um, kick butt this year, have fun. You know, you kids out there that I coached back, you know, the biggest thing was improve. If you guys improved over the season, I was happy wins, loss will come, you know, we were, you know, we were at the bottom. Um, we were very young the first year, I right? Coach, you know, I had a lot of eighth graders and ninth graders and we started at the bottom. And by the end we were, people hated playing us. Cause we, we would, be that good you know it was amazing i loved i love pissing coaches off sorry moscow coaches blue devils out there uh heated moment that one time yeah yeah you're still assholes whatever um haven't got over it yeah i think we won that game oh it was a scrimmage that's right yeah you still lost um but love you guys have fun baseball go giants who's the best team in baseball all right love you guys Alright guys, it's Houston here. Um, it is 1229 in the morning. Um, I had a busy day. We got decided. Um, we actually sat down, went over the plan for the tiny house is the the way we're leading. So that's what we're going to set in stone Um Is we're going to do a tiny house and plan to move it over to our side of the property once we get established and where we want to go. Um, So that being said, we came up with some plans and started doing that tonight. Um, The house is going to be 20 by 30 on the inside. And then on the front of the house, on the 30 foot side, it'll have a 10 foot deck all the way across the front of it and then on each loft on the front of the house it'll have a door going out in their own personal deck on top um up nine feet up in there um we're gonna do eight foot ceilings and then the extra foot there is for all your joists and everything for the loft and then you'll go up um from there so the middle of it um is total height is we're going to be at 21 feet with the loft, everything, and that'll, you know. And then we're going to build in three sections, so the loft, the top sections, um, two sections. Well, it's actually going to be three-ish, four-ish. It's kind of going to be kind of weird taking the top section apart Um, when we do move it, but uh, I think I got an idea on how to do that. Um, so it'll be, the top section will be one section, and then bottom section will be split into two, two ten 10 foot by 30, uh, 30 foot pieces, um, and then we will be able to move it, so it's only 10 feet wide. Um, so we got that all planned, um, I gotta go down to the lumber mill tomorrow, and then I got all my beams and everything set up. What I figured, if you guys are actually curious, is... Um, I figured, depending on what size they can go, uh, if they can go 8s or 10s on the beams, they're going to be, uh, 14 of them are going to be 15 footers, um, 16 of them are going to be 10 footers, and one, our main beam, our main roof beam, is going to be 36 feet. And then um, nine support beams coming out of the ground. So it's post and beam kind of kind of structured, which it's actually going to be nice. Cause, so we bought the four-inch insulation um, to insulate it. Well, those are eight-foot sheets, and I'm trying to figure out, okay, if I got framing in there and then I got to build a separate wall um, to, you know, and then I can get in the interior and do uh, 16 on centers and stuff like that, you know, make it sense. Well, the way we're building it is, in inside the house, we're going to only have one, one wall and that's going to be our bathroom wall, um, dividing our bathroom and our kitchen. And that's only wall we're going to have in the house. The rest is all going to be beams and it's going to be all exposed beams. So it's going to be cool. It's going to have an open, open feel to it. So it's going to feel huge. And it's only, only, you know, it's a thousand square feet. So it's not, (laughs) not a tiny house by no mean, but it's, it's our tiny house. And, um, The way I'm building it, I mean, all my costs are in beams. And um, so the idea, and we'll see what we, you know, Houston's overall idea on this is, you know, here's what we'll do. We'll do, you know, these beams that are going across. And then when we do the walls on the interior, um, I'm going to have four-inch insulation. They're eight-foot sheets by four-foot wide. So, and then that's where I'll put some support posts and stuff. Technically, I really don't need support posts because all your all your loads on your beams, right? So, but that's going to be easier, putting the insulation in the ceiling and stuff like that. And then we're going to see if I can get some of this cheap lumber. that I can get a truckload of it, um, and it's $50 uh, for a truckload and a trailer load if I can load it all up. And then I'll cut those into... Um, Shiplap and then I'll get a dado blade for my table saw and I'll you know cut the groove in and I'll shiplap those down And that'll be my interior walls, you know It'll be super cheap to do that way and then I'll insulate it behind it and stuff like that and you know if I do If I do 8 inch walls or 12 inch walls, you know Then I can have the excess gappage in there for running my electrical and my plumbing and stuff like that so I want to do six inch insulation um, so I got enough to do four inches throughout the house in the ceiling, um, on the exterior plus um, two inches in front of that. So it's six inches of rigid foam insulation. So six inch, you know, walls is at least what I want to go, so I have that protective layer up here in Alaska and keep keep, you know, and you want to, if you're, if you're working on getting energy, you want to keep it inside your house. So we're, we plan on having a wood burning stove for heat. Um, we want to keep that energy in our house. So that's where we're doing that type of insulation and I got it at a good cost. So, um, so that's our plan. Um, and then, like I said, I, for the, for the siding on the inside, um, we're going to try to go get all this really cheap lumber that, I mean, I can probably do every wall inside the house for a hundred bucks and it's just time and saw blades you know how many saw blades you want to go through with a date you know and de- blades are expensive but it's not too bad so we'll see we'll see what the best idea is there um, and then uh, downstairs we'll have a kitchen that's you know it's gonna be under the kids law so it'll be ten by ten It'll probably be a little bit bigger. We'll shrink down the bathroom a little bit, because right now we have the bathroom it could be ten by ten, and the kitchen could be ten by ten. But we'll we'll shrink down that bathroom, and we'll make the extend the kitchen out, and then we'll have, um, where Lisa looks out or I look out uh, doing dishes and stuff like that. We'll have a window looking out right at the volcano Iliamna, and then down that wall that'll be the front view of our house off our you know where i said i'll have the 10 foot porch there and uh then when we get to the end of that closer to the middle of the house and this is on the 30 foot side will be our our door we're going to put a slider there because well we need a mud access just because of weather up here so to kick off your muddy shoes and stuff like that so that's not going to be our main out access it's going to be our kind of porch kind of hangout area so we're going to do a slider in the middle of the house right there and then a big window above the slider that's looking in that open area because I don't have any loss right there. So It's all gonna be eight feet of, um, you're going up twelve feet of space. Uh, technically, from the all the way from the ground, you're going up, you know, twenty one feet. You know, from where our bottom floor is. So there's a big open area. It's a good chance to put a big open window right there and let a lot, lot of light in. And then that's pointing right at the the volcano. And then the ocean and stuff like or the inlet of, uh, the Cook Inlet off the Kenai Peninsula here. So that's, that's our, I plan. Um, we've got some fun ideas for the, the kids to make it fun and stuff like that. You know, you see those, uh, those ropes that you can span across loss and stuff like that. So we're probably going to do a walkway like that and make it like a little reading area. Whoever wants to go up there and shit read, or, you know, maybe we have a drop down, tv they you know drops down for the ceiling and we have a projection screen there and we can watch movies up there it would be a really cool idea you know family night movie night and you're hanging out in a you know 11 feet off the ground nothing under you and just hanging out watching movies with your family i think it'd be cool so <clears throat> those are those are fun ideas you know, that's that's the fun part of about building and designing any, anything. And uh, I do want to go back about designing it when I'm talking about doing the walls and stuff like that. What I'm going to do to hold the insulation is is every every two feet, I might do three feet. I'm trying to figure out, you know, most of your light switches are supposed to be at four feet and about two feet. You know, it's a six, 16-ounce hammer. You know, usually you just pull it out your... Your tool belt and you set it on the ground and that's where you put your bottoms, you know your outlets And then your wall sockets are usually at four feet is where the box goes pretty standard like that Um, so I might put those so I'm gonna put uh, Horizontal strapping all the way across the whole perimeter of it and then when I cover it I know I have backing at those levels and stuff like that and any of you guys know when you go to hang cabinets, it is the funnest time of your day When you have to go find and look for studs and you try to use a stud finder and there's electrical and blah 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 oh my god it's a headache so knowing when you build build your house and doing like that it's always always nice to have those backers there then you always know you're hitting something and securing it to the wall so that's the idea there um but i'm doing wood siding so i don't really need that um you know i'm kind of debating I don't know if somebody, you know, in the future tears off that, you know, tears off that siding because they don't like it and they want to drywall it. So, you know, that's why I would put it there and, you know, just save them the hassle, you know. It's 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 a cost, but it's one of those things, like, what kind of dick do you want to be to the next guy that owns it, you know. So, and then uh, on the below lease in my loft will be our dining room, living room. We kind of... We're going to do a big island off the kitchen that comes, so we're doing a slider, and that will be able to, so the the non-opening side of the slider will have our island off our kitchen, and that'll be like a breakfast night, you know, it's something simple. It's a tiny house, so we got to have somewhere to sit, and we got to, you know, think space is important, and we got to use all the space, so that's what we're going to do. So on the other side of the house, below mine and Lisa's loft, we're We're doing 12 feet on our side. We did 10 on the kid's side. So that gives us eight feet in the middle for opening, right? So Lisa and I are a little bit bigger. And uh, so under that will be our living room and kind of just hangout area. Um, Over in the corner, we're going to do probably a four-foot or five-foot by five-foot walk-off pad because that's going to be our access from a mudroom. And then off the bathroom side – we're gonna have all the water on that so the kitchen you know laundry room and stuff like that it's gonna be all on the one side back side of that off the bathroom will be our holding room for all of our water softeners and stuff like that um so i'll build that off the back side of that and then we're not one, wasting so much piping and stuff like that and wasting all that money um that you don't need to spend to be honest and then on the front of the um 20 foot side on the other side where we're having the mud entrance and stuff like that well that's going to be six feet by 20 and on one side of that will be our mud entrance where and we'll have some hooks for coats and you know all of our winter gear and stuff like that where we don't not muddying up the house and uh then on the other side of that we'll have a green room on the other side of that built on the other side of that on the side of the house where uh, we could cook grow our vegetables and stuff like that so so that's that's the plan um super excited that we kind of kind of got some ideas thrown around and lisa and i had different opinions about certain things but we came to a compromise and you know if you pull one and you know pull one way and give another way it makes a lot easier so so that's what we did and i so this weekend Um, I told her Monday we need to have a set in stone plan of everything because I'm going to start calling up people and getting bids and quotes and um, we're going to get the ball rolling on this Um, because we're running out of time fast. So I got to call concrete people, see if I when I can get a truck out here Um, because we're going to do nine sauna tubes. Um, I'm going to go down. I'm gonna do twelve foot sauna tubes. I'm gonna go down four feet and then come up um two feet out of the ground and then I'm gonna uh, that's where my I I got three main or four main beams actually. So um that's where those are gonna be sitting on those beams coming out of the ground. So nine of them is what I figured. Um, I might add a couple extra in the middle just just where I think it might be a potential problem um and then so the holes I'll probably go down further than that I'll go down you know and do some uh, gravel layer, layer and then some irrigation so water's not so, you know water is the biggest if you can find a way to divert the water around here and then you're golden but your biggest problem is the water it it just makes everything wishy underneath of it and stuff like that so <clears throat> that's what we got to think about um so when we're we're putting the sauna tubes coming up and the the uh, brackets that come up to hold the beam and stuff we're going to do the adjustable jack brackets um that way if the house does you know if the sonotubes by chance and it happens um starts sinking we can still jack it up and we'll have that extra play there you know so so we can level out the house again um and you know, when we're building and you start getting weight, you're at one point you're level and at another point you might not be, so um, so that's you know, when you finally get set in stone and get all your appliances and everything, you add some weight to your house, so so you gotta do that. But um let's get back to the house. So we're designing the house and like I said, so we'll have that slider on the front. Well we don't have anything behind that slider, so you have twenty feet of dead space. Well so we're trying to figure out a staircase for uh for the two loss, right? So, well, if we do this one going this way on this side, then we're wasting both sides. So what we're gonna do is we're doing dual staircases coming down halfway and then doing a landing and then coming directly out towards that slider, right? So you'll have a landing and then when you walk in that slider, all you see is staircase. So it'd be kind of cool. You see staircase and beams and maybe right in the middle of that room, we have a chandelier or something, or something something fun. What? i would like to see is maybe maybe a moose head right there on the beam you know maybe maybe that's where houston gets put his animals no i already told her i have a man cave for that but we'll see maybe i can sneak one in there um but we'll see what happens in the future <laughs> so in that in that mud room though that's where we'll have our cold storage and stuff like that where you know we have our big chest freezer and stuff like that where we're keeping keeping all our moose meat or halibut the Houston Jake. Caught this, that, man, Jake, I can't wait until you come back next summer. I want to do that again. So my son and I got a chance to, sorry, sidetrack Houston, but we got a chance to go Talbot fishing. And uh, my first time, and it was just, man, the, the rainbow crew, um, the Alaskan Marine Coastal, I think is what their name is, that took us out, man, they were just, they were awesome. Just killer people and just made, made it very pleasurable. And then, (laughs) And we all caught caught stuff so uh, quick on the fishing trip. Uh, We caught our limit. And uh, so we got done early and they took us on this. uh, There's a town that you get to go to that you can only get to by boat. So they took us and we got to go eat lunch there. So it was actually really fun. And I was very fortunate to do that. But Jacob and I (laughs) came back with a whole bunch of helmet meat. And Jacob doesn't really eat halibut he you know and it'd be only his mom that would eat it so i'll, I'll send some down to her or jacob if he wants to he can have some but um so we have about 40, 40 pounds of halibut here that we got to eat up and store so that's where we go with that and then you know hopefully we have two mooses of moose meat that we have um to store that meat too so Hopefully there's a lot of, meat. we got a we plan to store it. Um, and that's what all that, that's why we're doing that extra mud room um, and expansion. So we have all that extra room for storage um, since we're doing kind of downsizing. Um, another cool thing on the house that uh, we're doing also is uh, in one of the cabinet doors in the kitchen, it's going to be a hidden doggy door so that it, you can open it up or you can close it. Most of the time it'll be open for our dogs and then they go out to their little yard. But um, when when you're out of town or you don't want your dogs to be using the doggy door, you just close the cabinet door, right? And it's built into your kitchen cabinets. So um, it's kind of hidden. It's not, you know, it's not ugly. And that'll, you know, let the dogs be able to get out whenever they want and have have the good old great dog life that they have, you know. Um, So, I think we like them more than that. And they kind of we get side-eyed more than more than the other way, but they're they're great. They're great to have around. I want to change it for the world. So, <laughs> and that's where where we're at on the house situation. And that, like like I said, I I plan on being by hopefully next Friday um or thursday i hopefully i'm digging holes for posts um for my sauna tubes so it's gonna be it's we're i'm gonna hopefully have the frame and beam package done in a week and a half um uh, i'm pushing on the concrete drying in time but i'm not i'm only doing 12 inch tubes so i'm not too worried about that um we'll see how much humidity and if I got to get some concrete blankets over them and stuff like that, get them dried out real quick, I could do that. Um, and then, you know, I got to look at the weather, see what's going on. Um, and I might have to build a, a canopy over the whole whole build site. So that's a that's a pretty big canopy, but it's not impossible. You know, you're, you're taking one of those big trucker tarps and you're just throwing it over your whole job site and putting some posts out and putting it up in there. So it's not the worst thing, but... Not something I want to do, so we'll see where we go with that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, let's see what else do I want to talk about. Oh, um, let's see. Oh, I I don't think so. I I kind of said that I was taking the kids, you know, on their last day here um, to the aquarium, and then exit glacier. Man, both of them were awesome. It was uh, it was pretty cool. So um the aquarium first right so houston you might not know but there is this bird out here in homer it's on the coast out here it's uh they're mainly on this island called goal island and it's outside of homer and you can only you can't get on the island it's private or it's not private it's just i think it's a wildlife refugee and you're not allowed to be on it because it's bird habitat or whatever and uh they got these birds, right? And they're puffins. I mean, do I say more? They're, they're freaking names, puffins. So these birds, when I came up and met Lisa or met Lisa's parents last year, I uh, only seen pictures of them, never seen one in real life. And they became my favorite animal at the time, and still are because they're fucking awesome. Um, but the aquarium reason why we went to the aquarium is cause I didn't want to tell the kids this cause it was all about the kids, but dad secretly wanted to see a puffin and that's where they have a huge puffin and it's really expensive. And maybe if I save up for it, I'm a good boy. You can go hang out with the puffins for like four hours and it's like private, like VIP. Like I could be like, You know, it's like a club, but you got to be VIP and it's a puffin club. So that would be like me. I'd be like, yeah, I'm part of the puffin club. You know, and I get, I get, you know, they climb on you and poop on you and, you know, the fun stuff. So secretly, I really want to do that. Hopefully, you know, next time the kids come up, um, I'm going to do that and make fun of them because I got to do it. So not really. I would take them with me. But, anyways, so found out, well, before the aquarium, Sid kept on saying, dad dad when otters sleep they hold hands like and i wasn't really you know i didn't really pay attention to what she was saying and then she kept repeating it because she kind of knew who her dad was he doesn't really pay attention and they sleep holding hands so they don't drift away with the current right they all stay together and stuff like that so really cool so we're looking for pictures of uh otters you know holding hands and stuff like that and we found some cool ones for a couple of Sid's friends and stuff like that and um uh at the at the aquarium we were, you know sid's favorite things were the sea otters and sea lions and stuff like that so it, it was cool and this one sea lion that they have there i can't remember what they said but it was one of the biggest one females i think they said or the male was one on the on the uh, captive one, you know, it's just cool to swim around this big tank. It was really awesome. And then you go over to Lisa's favorite thing, which is the sea urchins and the starfish and all those fun things. And it's an open tank. It's only about I don't know, maybe ten inches high, and they got somebody there, and you can catch them and let them grab onto you and move around on you. And there's shrimp and there. oh, it's just fun. Right. So these say turn into a kid like I did with the puffins. And I actually <laughs> so let's backtrack that. I when we got in this room because they 'cause they're kinda in the same room and then you go through these doors and that's where the puffins are at and on the right side there's the sea urchin tanks and stuff like that. I didn't even know there were sea urchins in that room. Like I <laughs> I darted right towards the puffins and I went in there. I came out and Lisa's over there playing with her Chance, I'm over there with my puff, and there were like two kids. Like, where's the popcorn? I mean, you know, you know, it was just, it, it was amazing. It was awesome. I loved it. So, if you get a chance to go to Seward, Alaska, and check out their aquarium, it's amazing. And uh, if you guys saw on my Instagram, I posted a picture of a um, a photo that I took. And it was actually through a lens of a telescope that they had at the aquarium and I was facing some mountains and the quote I put in there, it, you know, it's, uh, we all make mistakes. It's, you know, it's what you do next after you make the mistake. It's, you know, mistakes happen. We're, we're human, you know, especially in kids. And, um, the reason why I put this is, uh, a, a kid that I know, um, was kind of going through some stuff and he was, they messed up and they were, you know, scared about owning up to it to their parents. And so I listened and I gave her, gave them this advice. And I said, <clears throat> we all mess up, you know? Yeah, it sucks. Cause you, you know, you're going to get in trouble or get disciplined and stuff like that. And kids, it's what you do next. What'd you learn from that? what's your next move, all right, depending on how severe the situation is that you messed up, so I put on that, you know, it's, you know, it's what you do next, and then, and that, in that picture, it's, life is so clear, and and when it, when it's in focus, and if you think about that, it's, you know, you're looking through a telescope, and you're looking out at these mountains, and you got to adjust it a little bit, just like love, right, or life, Um, you got to adjust it a little bit, you got to work on it, You, you know, But once it comes into focus, it is so clear. And it's amazing, just like that picture I took. So that was my quote on there. And then, you know, it kind of goes a long way. I was honestly trying to reach a couple people with that quote. And you know, and it goes a long way with, you know, what's your next move? What's your next move? You know, we go through all these focusing phases and stuff like that. And I, I call those lessons mistakes. And you know, whatever, maybe they're good. Maybe you found focus and then you lost it, you know, happens all the time. Um, I don't think that defines us. And I think what we do next defines us. I, I, I'm always looking into the future, right? Okay. Maybe this worked on this thing and it goes with almost everything in life or this didn't work. Okay. What do we do next? And that's what I mean by that, that stuff that we, you know, negative, negative, mistakes and stuff like that learn from them you grow from them you know those are those unfocused parts of your life and when they come in focus that you learn from them and look back on them that's what you see that's what the next move you see so that's what i mean by those quotes <coughs> and hopefully the people that i you know kind of explain that to they're listening right now and they understand that so hopefully you guys are getting something from me but like I said, it's it's now four minutes till one. So I'll I'll try to end this right at one o'clock. Um, quad ride was still fun the other day. I've got a lot of feedback on that. Um, Wanted to reach out to one guy. I saw his video today. Josh, my buddy Josh, you went skydiving today. This morning I watched your video. Dude, I'm jealous, all right? That is another thing I want to do. So if you can make it up here to Alaska... I'll find some way where we can skydive up here, and I want to do that with you. And you know, if you get up here, I'll I'll probably pay for it, if uh, financially, if I can do that. So, Josh, think about it. Come show me how to do it. I want to do it. And those camos you guys wore up there, Alaska, you won't even see you, and you would've been gone. So, killer killer video, guys. I'm glad you guys had fun. Stay safe out there. You guys have a good weekend. Tomorrow is Friday or today now is Friday. Have fun. Be safe. Designated drivers only. If you guys are out there in Nevada, God, I don't know if it's a good weekend with all the smoke out there. But, um, you know, wear a helmet. I, I talked about it when I was quad riding. It's the stupidest thing to forget. But it's the simplest thing, you know, that could save your life. So, no matter what you're doing, go out there, have fun. Ride those, Ride those fun fun toys and, you know, protect yourself. Have a good night. Good morning. Talk to you later.